Coming up on the end, almost, this is the Bennett Brothers podcast for the Marvel's TV series on Disney+. Plus. I don't know why I said Disney+, Plus, but I did. Secret Invasion, <laughs> episode five. <laughs> and I'm Disney Plus's promoter, Jerry Bennett. Thank you, Disney Plus overlords, for feeding You're us your entertainment. From <laughs> what do we say about that, Mickey? <laughs> I think you did swell. Oh, gosh. Uh, welcome. I'm Joel, and we're talking about Secret Invasion. We're talking about this latest episode. We're going to review it, spoil it, do all the fun things that you've come to us and expect from us. I don't know. That was a terrible start, too. So, hey, anyways, we're on the... two. Mine was fantastic. Don't bring me down with your (laughs) melodramatic blah. Almost. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're going to finish it. Uh, We're going to finish this episode here, and then we got one more episode left. If you want to join the conversation, hit us up on email. At Ben Brothers Podcast at gmail.com. Holy cow. Just yell out a window. You're never going to contact well, you know us. You know what's happening? <laughs> As I'm thinking about that, I'm like, also reach out to us on X at Better Bros Pod. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> or it is on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Ben Brothers Pod. Let us know who you think is a scroll before the final episode comes <laughs> together. Is there going to be one more reveal? There's got to be one more reveal, right? I guess. Oh, look at that eye roll. Like, I I have issues with so many things in life. First off, X, yeah. Don't get me started on the Irish. Now, I have no <laughs> idea where I'm going. I have nothing. <laughs> well, we, we'll talk about this episode. We're actually a couple days removed from the episode just because of timing of life. So now that we've had, it's been almost a week since, from, since the last episode, since you watched the last episode, which is probably what, if you get rid of the opening title sequence and the end credits, it's 14 probably, minutes. Yeah, 14 minutes, probably 30 minutes. It's a super duper short episode. And it feels like it needs more time, which is when some shows, some uh, Marvel Netflix shows in particular, you're like, way too much time. Mm-hmm. Here you're like, not enough time. And I don't know why. Not enough story. And you hear, not enough story. You hear about that this show, this six episodes of three hours total, it's a three hour movie. You know, roughly, give or take, probably three and a half hours when it's all said done. Unless next week, unless the next episode is an hour and a half, you know, maybe it brings it to four. I don't think it does. I've heard like this whole show costs like $214 million to make. Do you see it? Uh, uh, Samuel Jackson's very expensive. <laughs> I get it. And, I, and it, here's the thing. And, I, you said, and you said this last week. You heard that these last two episodes are supposed to be really big. I didn't see it in this lab. I mean, yeah. unless they spent a lot of money on a uh, head, head, headstone in a cemetery. Like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I, again, it, it, I, I don't want to be down on the show. I'm down on the show for for another reason, for just just for like Potential. not being the show, Potential. what I want, and, and just just a, uh, I don't know if I'm down on it, actually. I don't know if I'm but down on it. But it's a potential do, thing, do I want? Do I want? Do I want a, a nice tight sci, uh, you know, spy story? You know, you know, you know, uh, what is it? Taylor Tinker, Tinker, uh, Slinker, Scroll. Go to the bathroom? Is that yes, what you're yes. to say? <laughs> Taylor had to go tinkle and then the scroll. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. It, it's it's a again. I said it's potential, right? You know what this can be. You've read it in the comics. I've I'm, done some I'm research. Let that go. I get that, but that's what it could be. This is what it is, and this is like, did they? This is also we talk about this with characters when they take a name from someone in the comics and then just plop it on someone. You're like, well, that's a waste. Like, yeah. well, like, I'm saying I'm letting all that go now because I've, I've already talked ad nauseum on it, and I mean I, I agree with that. Those are, that'll you bring it all back up, but I've talked about it. now. I'm just judging the show on the show itself. And in comparison to the world, and I don't know, I mean, obviously this is in the Winter Soldier vein, 
but it's not a fair comparison because you have the unbelievable presence of Captain America mm -hmm. at the center. And you've got Nick Fury here, but you've got also a 70-year-old Nick Fury. It's not the comic book Nick Fury, so it doesn't have the the rousing adventure jumping into the actions like that. But whatever. I just, I, I like this. And I disagree with the giant amount of negative press this show has around it about how it's, you know, it's tying in so much with the, uh, you know, the superhero fatigue, fatigue, which it's not, it's not a superhero book. So people are complaining, well, there's not enough action. But then when you get too much of that, it's like, well, I want something more different. I want a traditional, I want a smaller story. Here's a smaller story. Well, I don't want it. And is it a smaller story? And where's all the money at? And also another thing, I'm going to get all this negative out of the way. I promise you, because I did enjoy the episode. <laughs> I promise. But there is a negative to like, like the look. I saw somebody put up something online showing like, like what the, the like gray, the gray and the quality and the cinematography and it's literally just a question of, you know, what if you did, if you just, you know, adjust your contrast and bring in some vibrancy and stuff like that, it's not even the, the framing of the shot. It's just this gray wash over everything. And they're going for a feeling, you know, this is, this has happened for the last 20 years when they started to realize how to do color grading when they do movies. It goes all the way back to, oh, brother, where art thou, where they were like, look, we can make the Dust Bowl era look like a Dust Bowl, but shoot it normally. And it's brilliant. And then it works with the good cinematographers. And with the bad ones, you get a, uh, a just a bland gray to it that is not attractive to look at. I always go back to that idiot cinematographer who ruined Star Well, it didn't help, but <laughs> Star Wars Solo, how it looked like mud. Terrible choices. Terrible choices. And this one, I'm feeling like the, it's not the, the Game of Thrones it's not the, the final battle. Oh, I can't even see it. <laughs> it's not even the cinematography. It's just the, the color grading is so... Blech. But then it's interesting. I I, that hasn't bothered me. Interesting that you bring it up. It hasn't bothered me. I mean, well, I have a cameraman. This is this is a purple hat at the end really stand out Nothing? to me. I don't know. Cameraman's eye. I said I have a cameraman's eye. Right. Well, yeah, okay. well, wonderful. <laughs> That was funny. I, I thought you were going with Nick Fury putting a camera on an eye. You were going with that's my no, profession. Yes. No, uh, no, the, but the the grading hasn't hasn't bothered me so much. It hasn't bothered me so much as the story a little bit has bothered me. I'm so, I, I think I think it was during this. Is it during this episode? Are you disappointed at the end of each episode, or are you disappointed as the well, storyline no, overall? There's no one. No one was shot at the end of this episode. They changed up that whole theory. Every episode, somebody dies, although Gaia didn't die. And like there, it was actually Nick Fury walking away this time. So whatever that meant is gone. Um, but no, it's the, uh, it's the, I find certain aspects of the story boring as hell. Gaia is a boring storyline. I find her. I, I will I, give you that. Her character line is not going. And then he goes, she goes and talks with, she goes and talks with the um, Nick Fury's wife. And I'm like, uh, this is not. This doesn't do anything other than them, and they're lucky to be alive because the person missed them shooting. I'm not leaving my house. This is where I live. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, they just missed me. Okay, I gotta go. Like, oh my god, I was. It was eye that, roll. Uh, when the when oh the, the shot went, was no, but when the shot went out, I was like, oh my god. I mean, they they did put it in the right the way shot. when she when the first gun blast has they're in the middle of a conversation. All of a sudden, blam! Oh, that goes, and the whole and fight sequence jumped. when like really that good. was choreography was outstanding. But her, but, but, but her decision to stay there. I'm gonna stay here. This is where I still say, oh, good thing they missed me. <laughs> and then afterwards, when they they leave, she's like, I'm heading back to my house. Are you? Or this time now you're not heading back to your house. Yeah, where, so... Are you going to go back to your house that that's where they're going to stay with your view? You know, look out there. That's my view. Like heading back now? I think you're probably now. Not yeah, it was very, it just in that storyline, it was very, I'm like, I don't care about these two characters. I I care about them around Nick Fury. Actually, I don't care about Guy at all because her 
Would you care more about her if she was actually a, a Marvel comic character with 30 years of history? And you're like, oh my God, that's the origin of Maybe. Gaia, that that's famous character. Maybe. But like, what's your reaction to Talos dying in this past episode? She didn't have anything. Like, he what wasn't is going, doing anything. He was just understand. walking. He was sleepwalking what through is, this. What, yeah, he was. What is Gravik's plan? What is his plan? To kill everybody. To have all I his think. scrolls at the at the place to cause out. nuclear war. Yes, that part's a little weird. There else, yeah. The, the the weight of it doesn't seem like it's there yet, especially when we get the major reveals of Everett Ross and now Rhodes. You know, scrolls are like, oh my gosh! And then they show you all of the people who are in power in the council. And you're like, oh, look at this. This is big. And and then nothing so far. Nothing. You know, they they have. You know, I I you know what? Take it back. So. We learn in this episode that what Gravik is really after is the harvest. And the harvest is what Nick has when he has all of the Avengers DNA, including calling out by name Captain Marvel, which is important to remember when we think about the last thing that happens in this episode. It's it's that's his point. That's his goal that we're revealing in the fifth episode of a six-part series. Is he wants for those. himself, I'm assuming. I'm assuming for, his super, super... for all his super scrolls, possibly. But the scrolls, he's, he wants them all killed no, in no. their base. No, no, he wants that one base. They've already established okay. that there are Fair a enough. million on yep. the planet. Yep, you're right. You know what that is percentage-wise in that base? 0.003% of did the of math, all everyone. I'm just saying it's... No, you're know, right, you're even right. if there's 200 scrolls there, and there ain't 200 actors in that scene, well, even if there's 200, yeah... You know, okay. That's fair. Okay, no, that, that he wants to, that's, that's, fair. that makes sense to what he wants to do. Although that's where his machines are. He must have other machines someplace else that he can do the Super Scroll Serum with. That's true. <laughs> uh, no, it's, you're right. The show, it's the, again, potential. I feel like it's being wasted. We start the, we start the season off with Everett Ross and, um, being a scroll. Like, how cool. Then they lead to this episode and it's like, what about your special friends? The Avengers? No, I don't want to bring them in. Okay. Okay. What if nuclear war goes off? Well, then I was I was being selfish. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who's our big reveal this episode? Mason. Who's Mason? You know. I recognize that guy, him. That guy, too. I, I saw. I recognized him in the sense that like I should know this guy, and I do I, know this guy. I didn't. I didn't have it spoiled. Not that it would be spoiled. But what, yeah, when what it, a when spoiler. I, I know, but when I saw him, I'm like, oh, that's the guy. I don't remember his name, but that's the guy from Black Widow. And I had to tell everybody. He never brought me. And they're all like, who? <laughs> I go, this guy, remember? Oh, yeah, that guy. Who? Exactly. Yeah, if they just bring in all the agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., that would be the best part. <laughs> well, here's here's the sad thing. Here's a sad, sad thing. So, you know, I try to avoid every spoiler I can. And, you know, the internet... You did a terrible it, job with that, by the no, way. No, I do a pretty good job with it. I, I, Stop I, I'm going trained, to EW. No, 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 no. It's on my news feed. The news Wait, feed... You can the, get rid of that. <laughs> the regular news feed that goes by which has everything from Ukraine to celebrities to whatever that situation is, they will also throw up, throw up, blah, you know, Taylor Swift, whatever will fly up, whatever's that, whatever's like a trending in a news in a news day. <laughs> and, you know, it's in the news day, they'll throw, all of a sudden in the middle of the day, I would like flip through and you get references to, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I didn't look like, you know, Chloe Bennett and Phil Coulson. And part of me was like, I didn't, I just kind of glanced. Now, I'm sure they're referencing Phil Coulson because uh, two weeks ago when the writer's Bob strike. Iger uh, yeah. said that, and they, the that they, no, no, it had nothing to do with that. And you're, you're completely wrong. What? Bob Iger came out and said that they shouldn't have done the television because we don't have a huge experience with television. And, 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 and we don't have, Marvel doesn't have a huge experience with television very much. And basically, Phil Coulson, uh, the actor, Clark Gregg. he put out a thing goes, bro. 
<laughs> so that was funny. And also, Chloe Bennett, there's always something about her. About Because, because again, the character of Quake is in The Secret Invasion, and it's all part of that. So I saw those names, and obviously they just happened to come up. But in my head... I'm watching this going, oh, my God, is this maybe? And that's what I have to, like, don't think about that, that, you know, because I wasn't even reading an article. I just was, like, going through the article to Coulson. Oh, shit, I saw Coulson's name, you know. That would, I think that would be a big game changer for the show. If they if they brought in of characters course. we have established relationships with, because the only other character, really, in the show was Talos, Nick Fury, and the only other character we had a relationship with was Maria Hill, and they killed her off. It's like, oh, okay. And Rhodey <laughs> and Everett Ross. Rhodey and Everett Ross, yes. Two big, big characters. Well, Everett Ross was the first episode too, so they got rid of him right away. And Rhodey's, Rhodey, right? Rhodey's a big character. Well, we're you know, somebody's in this next episode, this final episode. Unless there's a season two, which I don't think there's a season two, but maybe. You, but it doesn't seem like season two. How do you make a season two of Loki? They decided to do season two of yeah, Loki. Yeah, but Loki's based They're on a character. A, Secret Evasion's an event, you know. Like I hear you. They're making a season two of Walking Dead: Dead City. I don't watch that show, so. I but I'm saying it. they're making. They just announced that a second oh, season's cool. coming. They but, just. You know, but I'm saying it. is, so I like, thought that was going to be a one season. Secret thing. Invasion. How did you get a second season when you were going to have like seven or eight Marvel properties in between, and it's about an invasion? Like, because you they're know not between. Because here, here's how you do it. Honestly, here's how you do it. Captain the Captain Marvel movie out of the Marvels that's coming out in mm-hmm. November. You're like, oh, what are you doing? You at the very beginning of it, you know, this is what they do in comics all the time. You could do this. You go. These events take place before Secret Invasion. Somehow, you know, they could sure. do that, and so you go, "Oh, this is before he does all this." You could do that. I don't think they're going to do that, mm-hmm. but I've also read because they haven't done that. But the only, I've time, also they, the only read... time they've done that was the Black Widow. That's the only, exactly. only prequel. It's a, a prequel, like a decades prequel. And oh, and, and Captain Marvel. Yeah, I'll and Captain America. Um, so just three times. Uh... You're right. Captain America <laughs> did become before. Iron Man and, and the Turtles, but no, but I, other than those four, three, yeah, six, four right. times here, no one expects the Spanish Inquisition. Okay, you're right. No, no, but what I'm saying is that they could do that, and now I've lost my train of thought. Mother. No, they could, they they could give us previous, like they could backdate season two, or they could they could backdate uh, the Marvels. That's gone. <laughs> It's gone. I had the greatest conversation. They could. could, I don't know if you're going this way, but like they have the Marvels coming out and they say this takes place before Secret Invasion. So we're seeing Nick Fury there. He's not the Nick Fury that's going to be at the end of Secret Invasion. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Everything I read was that the Marvels movie was supposed to come out before. Now, again, this is a history of this. Doctor Strange 2 was supposed to come out before Spider-Man No Way Home. And that would have done the multiverse would have been related, but they they relate they they switched them because of COVID and everything. So consequently, they wrote a couple of things to change things around. So the original plan, and I've heard that the original plan was the Marvels was supposed to come out before Secret Invasion. And I would like that. So that, but I mean that I wonder how. Because then that it, would, it, it would have made this show at least a little bit more. What's going to happen? Because at this point, we're like, well, you're not going to unless again. Unless you're right, maybe they go. This takes place before. But again, I don't. I don't know how long that you know. If they figured if they fixed that you know months and months ago, and like okay, sure. it's not going to happen. So let's just change everything. Yeah. The episode, episode five is called what, Joel? Uh, harvest. The harvest. We know what that's about. So we're seeing the president going back to the hospital in a very gray, lit scene. No, uh, and you know this is the president of the United States. So I've heard complaints like, "How? Where's all the actors? Why can't they have a scene like the ER where he's being brought in and all this stuff like that?" I'm like, because he's also not coming in. He's not another country, and he's not coming in with his entire group. He's coming in with Nick Fury by himself. So I'm okay with that. That it's mm-hmm. not packed. Yeah, I'm fine. 
I did I do laugh. If I they didn't let him in, you I can't did. come in here, Nick Fury. Like I brought yeah. him in. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you look to there. Look to that the nurse, and you see. You go. I'm Nick Fury. See this? This is the back of my hand. <laughs> Get out of my way. Wow. It's the pre- I, well, well, how dare you? Well, if he gets replaced, the whole world can end. So, get out of my way. I need to keep an eye on him in case someone here wants to kill him because they disagree with him. But, sir, president. get out of my way. <laughs> I mean, I'm not just slapping her. I'm He's slapping him, those other two people, everybody who stops him. He's just slapping people. <laughs> get out of my way. And they go, all right, what are we going to do? He's Nick Fury. Exactly. And but, also, it's the pre- president of the United Like, you can't come back here with the president. Like, I'm not letting you go with the president without me. Like, I'm his protection. I'm his detail. But they, no, you can't come. We find out that Rhodey's name is Rava. Rava. Do we know that name? I don't think so. I believe that name is in the comics. Oh, well, I see. That's, yeah, I wouldn't know that. But I don't know if you it's really anybody. Who reads the comics, Jerry? You know every character in the comics ever, so. Uh, there is a Rava car. <laughs> There's a strong one. So, yes, there is, but I guess it's not. It's one of those situations where they're just choosing it to do it. Let's talk about the scene when Rhodey gets there and Nick Fury's got the gun on him. Now, my wife, you know, she was watching this scene and like, you know, and they got the whole detail on him. Like, don't kill him. And Rhodey's like, he's got a gun on him. He's like, I'm going to release this information. You're going to be the most wanted man and everything. And you go, the argument, I'm, I'm going to come at this with both sides. The argument is, well, why doesn't he do what the MI6 woman does, which just stab Rhodey in the hand or shoot him Cut a finger so, that, so that his arm changes. But I guess the worry there is that he doesn't know how many, if all, of Rhodey's detail are scrolls. I like that. So that's the yeah. only way I can do it, because it did seem weird. Because later in this episode, she does exactly that to prove, like, look, he's a scroll. Bam. Green hand, you know? Mm-hmm. Although if I was anybody in this thing, I'd be running around with a, gray, oh, with a green spray, can, spray paint can in my hand, grab somebody, green, you know, and then, you know, you're, you're good. <laughs> no, that's a good point. I do like the fact that he turned, and there's like 20 guys there with guns on him. <laughs> What are you guys doing here? They wouldn't let us into the back room with the president. <laughs> that that nurse is tough. She won't let anybody in. She had two backhand marks across her face and still did not get in. They talk about new Skrullos telling the president so that he can provoke U.S. military strike on Russian soil, which is this whole part where Rob is kind of surprised. Like, why would you do this? But he's graphics like, I'm not telling anybody anything. Which, again... As we're watching the show, why follow this guy unless well, we you're completely drinking the On a Kool-Aid. side note, we, we know they don't follow. They, they Some of them turn, turn. They're like, we're tired of following you. So they, the show, to its credit, does do that. And I guess everybody else. So everybody else who doesn't turn on him. So he kills everybody who turns on him. So then only people left behind him are just the weakest of the weak who will follow him no matter what, who have no guts. So consequently, he's killing all his his top guys. These guys should be he losers. Killed the guy with the hat. The guy with the hat, Jerry. The guy with the hat. Yes. That's how you knew him. He's like, oh, that's the guy with the goofy hat. There he is. But yeah, that's. But he's turning into a, a tyrant. You know, he's turning into a dictator. He's getting rid of all the people who don't support him and showing fear to the other people. But we're seeing the closest ones around. We haven't seen anybody else. Well, there's the council and stuff like that. So, but uh, after the opening credits, we are with Sonia Fallsworth, who's in London. She's meeting with her boss, Director Weatherby, who we've only seen in a dossier in the previous ep- issue issue previous episode he's played by tony coran who's tony coran joel that's right joel he was in yeah. blade 2 he was one of those guys he also played 
the guy who cuts his ear off, the uh, oh, uh, Van Gogh in, in Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. That's and he's yes. been in a billion things. And so By we don't way, even know, we have no we have no investment in this guy. No. And so all of a sudden we're like, oh my god, he's a scroll, and we're like going, who is he? Yeah. Maybe should have revealed. Who I will say right. though, um, Sonia Olivia Coleman is a huge bright spot in this show. She is fantastic, and I could, I wish this, I wish. I wish the show was what about... What if she was a scroll, A different cool. a different brand of scroll. I wish she was the main character in the show, and then, like, Nick Fury would appear. And so it's her trying to figure all this kind of stuff out. I think that would be... instead of, Maybe maybe that'd be the change in the show. Nick Fury is in the central character, that Olivia Colman's character, Sonya, is the central character. Nick Fury's still up on the satellite. This is a scroll oh, down yeah. here this whole time. Uh, so she forces them to reveal the location of Dr. Ross Dalton. Who's Dr. Ross Dalton? Uh, Ross Dalton again. Blink if you miss it. Don't know the name, but it's the do- it's the the person who's in charge of doing the super scrolls. He's the scientist. Who's actually, the scientist is a human. The real one is okay, so- and we know this because in the previous episode we saw Gaia go up to her memories, and that's how she learned how to run the machine. Mm-hmm. So we know she's in there. Apparently, also this scientist. Who we know is in Russia near whatever the Chernobyl we're at here, the radio. She's also has a house in England that she's going back and forth to, as opposed to when we see her on that base working the machine for huh. some reason, she's now back over there. Is Not that sure true? why. Is that, is that, I, well, wow. that's where Olivia Coleman got him, got her. Olivia Coleman didn't go to Russia? He, with her team? Maybe she did. But why that's would the that, logical explanation? But why too, would but... also that doctor not just stay at New Scrollos unless Gavik, Gravik told her, get out unless I'm bombing the, everybody. Unless they wake up the doctor out of that thing and they force her to do the work. I don't, yeah, I, I thought No, 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 they human, take her memories but... and then she was doing it all. You're right. Unless, uh, well, you're right. Maybe, I, uh, yeah, I mean, there. I guess you could go back and forth with that where they're making the real one do it. Okay, maybe that's it. And maybe they're having to doing it and they've got her station over there so people don't know she's missing because she's that important. Yeah, but he wants a gun to her head. This The one scroll who's like, bodyguard it was the other scientist holds a gun to her head so that that's her husband i think yeah i don't know it's it's a forgettable character it's a forgettable character it's a plot point character (laughs) so we get to see the sequence where they try to kill gravik beto who is hat man they try to kill him and there's an interesting fight scene here and uh you know i'm sure the actor loved gravik that he had to wear a scroll makeup finally so he got to have that on mm-hmm. which again the makeup's incredible and everything it's, yeah. it's never a question of quality there no and there's not really he publicly of... executes this kid cuts yeah. his I don't know, think there's a, qu- a question of quality in any no. of the shows I mean as except far as except for like, the color grading the, let's color grade and I had a problem with the the scope of the carve battle with the president but that was you know that was really nitpicky so because it, like, it was but in special a field effects and wise has been good the action sequences have been really good. That fight sequence in the in the house with uh, Gaia and Nick Fury's wife. Did that really fight good. sequence feel like, hey, we got nothing going on action wise in this sequence in this episode, or or we don't no, have enough it felt, about it, it so no, let's throw a fight earned. scene in? No, here. it felt earned. Okay, that's she, what I'm asking. Remember, she betrayed Gravik, so he sent people after her. So it it totally felt earned. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> they they have to write dialogue, and they do write it to explain the silliness of I'm a scroll, they want me dead. I can look like anybody, but I'm going to look like myself. They all know what I look like and I'm going to be in my own location. Now she says that she's doing that because that's what she wants to do and she clearly shows that she can take care of herself. 
but it is silly. When, but it also this kind of a show, unless you're going to do a, a ten, uh, do a do a twenty episode six season thing where you go like, oh my god, who's a scroll and make it last forever? Because that's what you can do in this kind of storyline. You do have to put limits on it, and they do it by saying that these characters are are doing it for emotional or for. Uh, relationship reasons that aren't necessarily logical. Like, I'm a spy. You're never going to see who I am. I'm going to be different every single time. I'm Dark Man or whatever you want to do. So, I still go back to the fact that they're only alive because whoever was shooting at them missed. <laughs> I'm sorry, boss. I missed them. <laughs> why, do we, why do we put left hand Jim in there? <laughs> the guy's in the left hand. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So she finds out, so there's a whole scene where she buries her father through the ancient rituals of scroll death, which is basically the Darth Vader <laughs> approach of killing somebody. Just put him on a, put him on a spitfire. That's fine. She, there's a drama, drama that she's so, doesn't know her people that she doesn't even know the right words to say. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> you know. I, Again, well, tell us his death. Although he saved the president. that there has to be some sort of freaking consequences with this death. Should be ramifications. Maria Hill, like, kind of motivated Nick Fury, I guess. But, like, what is the ramifications? Is it sending, it's, it's is for, it sending Gaia? Gaia? Turning Gaia into... But she didn't get to see him be a hero. Like, you know, like, there's no... What sort of... She didn't get to expand. Like, how did he die? Oh, he, he tripped and hit his head on the toilet. Like, he, he died defending the president. No one told her that. Well, okay, I, I hear you. I absolutely agree with you. Again, I'm trying to make sure that it's not just us going, listen, we know the tropes, and these are what the tropes are, and we expect the tropes, it's, and maybe tropes are important. Maybe maybe the tropes are what you're saying is absolutely right, or is that, is that us going, well, how would George R. R. Martin have done it? Oh, yeah, he would have just died off scene, and we never would have had a resolution of that. Maybe there's some of that in there. Well, we would never have a resolution because he never finished There writing. it is. You know what I mean. But I get what you're saying, and that's true, but when th good storytelling is good storytelling. I mean, that's... There's, there's, you have to, everything has to have a meaning. Like, otherwise, you're just throwing stuff in there. And as an audience, going, why should I care about this? Well, when Gaia goes to Fury, she basically says she ran away from her father because she knew he would lose. And Fury argues that Talos did not lose. He chose the path of struggle. And it's like, yeah, but he really didn't have a real good solution unless this president is going to do something that will justify. I mean, again, the yeah, president saying, could do yeah. it, could justify everything here. Because hopefully he'll be the president for years to come well, you, in the Marvel Universe. We've actually heard reference to his name in something before this. The, the the president. Whatever was the previous Marvel show, his name was written or mentioned like he was the president. Moon Knight? It wasn't Moon Knight, no, no, but no. I think it was Miss Marvel. Uh, She-Hulk? She-Hulk. might have been She-Hulk. Yeah. But uh, he was, the, in other words, this president has been referenced before. That That's that's fair. And I, I go back to the one of the things in this episode was him whispering in the president's ear don't trust Rhodey, like all that kind of stuff and again i don't think you do that unless you were going to pay it off later on maybe he goes he told me this i don't trust you Rhodey. We'll, we'll see even though well also this feels so contained it does feel and we could be wrong because we know so much going into what marvel's got down the road this feels like no matter what happens it's going to wrap up they're not going to at the end of this but they're going to go and oh my God, Nick Fury turned into a scroll at the end, and now the scrolls are out there, and that's going to be the big bad everything. Because we have been told, right or wrong, we've been told Kang is the big bad going forward, and we know that the Marvels will have 
Nick Fury in it, but it's really not his story. He's just another player there. And we know going forward, the other movies, there's Deadpool, there's multiverse, lots of multiverses going forward. That's kind of in the area we are with Kang and possibly Fantastic Four and whatever that down. So we don't, we already know that they're not building to the next movie, to the next movie, to the next movie, because they already have something. So in our heads, and tell me I'm wrong here, we know the Skrulls, this should be the end of the story. Like whatever happens in the next episode should wrap this up in a bow. I mean, there'll always be pieces left out there, but we're not going to be left with like, oh my God, did you see that? There's now scrolls everywhere. Rhodey's going to continue to be a scroll in his new Armor Wars movie. You know, and and, and that's that's maybe that's a, the fault of I, the this, fact that we know too much. I go back to Captain America, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Small contained story. Has big implications. First off, you get the big, you know, you get the helicarriers destroying a bunch of places or getting ready to. So it helped, it felt grand. It felt like it was a big event. On top of that, you get the turn of S.H.I.E.L.D. and HYDRA. And obviously that affected our television shows, which I thought was, was, was wonderful. But it also still had some implications later on uh, down the road. But not much. Not much, no, right? No, I mean, it gets one last mention at the beginning of Age of Ultron, and that's pretty much it. But you also get, you also get the return of... Um, not Nick Fury, but uh, Robert Redford's character. He shows up again. Endgame. Well, yeah, that's 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 that's. But then we, but, but then, but, but then has he, no ramifications. What does? We talking about Captain Endgame? We talking about Robert Captain America Redford is or is not in Endgame has no issue. But with Captain anything. America does the whole thing. Hail Hydra! He does the whole yeah, know, thing in Endgame. I, I get that. But so you like, could so, also written that whole scene out and it wouldn't affect anything. You could have written it out where he goes and I've got it. Well, he's not, well. He, I mean, it was a great I scene. Guess. I love it. I I'm guess. just saying we're talking about we're talking about ramifications. Uh, but that's that's a small blip, and so. Captain America Winter Soldier is an example of doing a gigantic story. In Civil War, in, same in way. Small, Civil War is small. a big story, and that's a ramifications that lasted you know, for five years, really, yeah. into the Avengers But I mean, Winter, Winter Soldier, because this is kind of based off of the whole Winter Soldier idea, but will this story have the implication? What you're saying is it's going to all get wrapped up nice and neatly, and I agree with that. I mm-hmm. don't think this is good. Like, what is I the spread? Be, Outside think- of Everett Ross, maybe, and then, yeah. Rhodey's going to have to deal with a little bit of this, and maybe Olivia Coleman's going to come back no, around. Or maybe there'll but be like, scrolls. Now there'll be scrolls, and we'll, people will see them, or they'll know them the same way they know Asgard. Asgard's there. Maybe they will. That's fine. I'm okay with that, I, but I'm uh, saying... But I feel I'm like saying, they're going to go, hey, let's keep this scroll thing quiet. Fair. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. We feel like it's going to be that. If you if you had said at the end of Thor 3, you're watching it, and you're going like, and guess what? After this, the Asgard's are going to live on Earth. It's going to have any effect? No. It's Is it in Avengers Endgame and Thor 4? Yes. Does it have an effect to the whole universe? No. Civil War, did it have an effect to the whole universe? Yes. Do Most things do? Well, Not we already, really. You're right. But, we, but the multiverse mm-hmm. do. do. WandaVision seems like that was a catalyst for a whole, and it was, a whole, a whole moving storyline forward into the big picture. Well, we talked about the idea that there are, like, Let's go. The snap is a prime example too. How it affects everything. I don't know. We just we just want more crossover. That's all. We just want more crossover. We want more than just more crossover. We want a crossover. We want good stories. Yeah, we want good stories too. You know what would have been nice for this? But again, it's because it's a TV show. It's not a movie. They were never going to lead to it. But if like you know, we always got Thanos at the end or in the movies and all that. If Nick Fury has been going on this adventure for a while, like we always got a snippet of Nick Fury going like. Or like some like someone turns into a scroll at the end of an ep- a movie or something like that, and if they've been like planting those seeds, and I know they're doing it with Kang. They did in Far From Home. So I remember Far From Home. We found out there were scrolls on the planet, and Nick Fury was in space. That was the seed leading into this, and we found out that they were working for Nick Fury. So that seed did right. happen. 
absolutely. Maybe, but maybe if the story has, as opposed to being like, this is where that story is at, as opposed to starting the story. Yeah, I'm, like I said, we knew the story from from Thanos's. I'm coming to get the rings. Well, we the first that, episode, we know he didn't an say impending, a word. We well, we know that's an impending doom coming. We don't get that with the the Easter egg of Nick Fury. Well, this is only the second one. I mean, who knows how much farther this is going down? We don't know. Well, we just talked. But we, to, we, but just we said, feel like it's not. That's what we I'm saying. We feel like it's not. I'm going based off of that premise, that okay. conversation we just had. Yeah. I don't <laughs> so they, so I feel I feel like maybe I've just convinced you that there's going to be more, Jerry. Mm, I don't think so. Yeah. Guy reveals that Gravik only has a few DNA samples and he's ready, looking forward to the harvest, like we talked, which is a name that Fury recognizes. Uh, she needs to bury her father, gives her the keys, tells her Priscilla, we know what all happens there. Police arrive and Fury has to leave. That's a weird moment, though. You notice, like, when they're in that one safe house where Gaia was a little girl and everything, and they're in that safe house and they're having a conversation. And then we see a couple of a lights outside. Woo, please, Fury, I got to get out of here. That might have just been a cop car going down the road. It had nothing to do oh, with everything. But that I'm was a, that, that was a way to like get he's out. Smart. Of here. He knows they're coming for him. So he's heading to Finland, as one does. All right. So we talked about Sonya going to meet uh, Doctor Dalton as well as her husband Victor at their private lab because for some reason they're there. Like we talked about that, and their scrolls. Uh, she kills the husband Sonya Cumley, uh and then we cut back to the whole it wasn't a fast kill I don't know if I, that, that kill felt a little odd like it was like okay and then she puts her gun up and then she shoots and he has the gun to the head like isn't there like a you know normally it's, it's like it's super fast like a quick draw she was watching him and he had actually just released his finger from the trigger <laughs> a little bit in a, in a twitch okay. move oh thank you <laughs> also they're burning down the whole house it's like can you just like not burn the whole house down <laughs> but whatever uh, so the private by the, the the ceremony for the older scrolls and ceremony for the older I don't know scrolls. what I'm talking about. Uh, see, guy takes Sally's body to Priscilla's home where she finds the older scroll. Ha, I see what I've done there. I'm reading stuff just to help remind me to get us forward here. And uh, she thinks that Gaia is working for Gravik, but then she tells her who she really is and has to help bury her father. We got the hospital scene where the president's waking up and Brody's giving him all the information about new scrollos. Says they need to destroy it and promises the support of other NATO powers. President is hesitant as a strike on Russian soil would mean the start of World War III, but Rhodey convinces him to do it, saying it's much better than, you know, getting taken over. I guess that's what I'm hoping that with Nick Fury, they don't trust Rhodey. A scroll invasion, he says, would mean the extinction of humanity, as opposed to nuclear war, which would mean the extinction of humanity. Gravik then calls Fury, offers him a deal, and tells the old spy master about the strike and says that he will call the whole thing off if Fury brings the harvest. And then he hangs up on him. Like, what, what? I'm not going to do it. You know, but I mean, that's so silly. It's like, you call it off. It's like, nah, you know, I mean, you've got your Groot power. You got your, uh, you know, Cull Obsidian. You got your Extremis. Well, Cull Obsidian, what is the Cull? Is that strength? We don't know. Yeah. And then the other one. We know he's stronger now because he he's been attacked by a bunch of And we of don't skulls. know what the Frost creature is from Asgard because yeah. there's four of them. We know he's used two. Yeah. We know she's used one. And, and she's, and but he, he is stronger. I'm thinking that's Cull Obsidian is strength. I don't know. Uh, if you're going by the Fantastic Four powers, it would be rock-like, but we'll find that out. Fury uh, anticipate uh, clearly anticipated this, and he's already catching a flight on a private jet to Finland. At this point, we get a surprising cameo from Blackwick's Blackwick's <laughs> Black, <laughs> Black Widow's Rick Mason. That's right, Rick Mason, the character name that we were like, like, oh my god, they got Rick Mason. That was some big casting news. 
probably dropped millions of dollars for him to show up. And they have some witty banter during which they find out the helicarrier has again been mothballed. Mason gives Fury something he'll need on the other side, and they set off. What did he give him? He gave him something on the other side. Yeah, if he gives Fury something he'll need on the other side, and then he set then he, they set off. He gave him something. I don't remember that. Sorry, it's been a couple days no. since the episode. <laughs> so we have the funeral sequence, and he says the final language is in the in the scroll language. Travel well to your beyond, Father. Do you think he's really dead? Yep. Again, I like the actor, I mean, I, but he was doing nothing in this show. I I, I he think he's dead no because problem. unless again, unless this last episode is a very long episode, they got to wrap things up. And I don't think it's going to be... Do you think the mom is dead, who we never saw die? Because we saw the actress actually show up in one episode. I don't have high hopes. It seems weird to kill her off. I don't have high hopes that any of these things are going to turn out to be the way they are. Gaia does ask her why she stayed in the house. And she says she loves the house, talks about how she first got it, and how she and Fury built a life there together. Gaia asks her if Fury ever saw Priscilla's own skin, which offends the older Skrull. Uh, they compose, they talk, and then it comes to, yeah. they face down the assassin, yeah. so we never get them yeah, there. Yeah, we already talked yeah, about this just, like three times. I'm um, going through it. <laughs> Here's a way they could do this, way they could end this show to make it have some gravitas, right? So, as we assume, they're going to save everyone. They go to the storage facility where all the people are. Like, right, there we're going to see Rhodey again. Everett Ross is going to be there. You're going to see the council members. There is a trailer that. out that shows, uh, for a brief second, a giant room of pods. Okay. Well, but, I don't know anything other than that. So just like one giant image of a that room could be of the thousands. Big, that could be the big thing is they walk in there and they go, wait, who's this person? And they reveal it and it's Tony Stark. <laughs> you know, it, it's somebody. It, it's it, But it, that could be the big reveal. And all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, I can't believe it's Captain Marvel. You know, or something like that. Maybe. Did she... Uh, they, did, did he they just give you excited? her? No, exciting. I'm trying to think. Did he no, give? Make you did, did he give him the device he speaks into in the end, or is that device just a phone? He gave him his eye patch, or was it a phone, or was he gets it his eye patch from the cemetery? No, I know, so. I know, I know. I'm trying to. Say, or did he get? Did, I'm trying to think. When he at the end of the episode, he speaks into something saying, "I need you. It's time." What he says there, and did he get that from that guy? Did he get that? Did he get that from the mausoleum, or did he have it with him at the whole time? That's the question. Oh, that's what he gave him. He gave him a passport and he gave him the mask. Okay. And that mask turns him into Mr. Kirk Holman, which again, we get the controversial white face sequence here. Oh, it's not controversial. God, why would you even bring that up? <laughs> I'm just joking. But again, I like that they brought the mask back. This is great. Like that was something that this is the this is the Mission Impossible. You can use it you can only use it once every movie or something like that. This in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You can only use it in movies connected to Winter Soldier and this kind of Nick Fury thing. But yeah, I'm happy they used it. But it it's a it's an interesting concept that he can change faces now, like the scrolls. So he has the same sort of like ability because of that. Well, here's the sequence. So he meets Sonya there, who's waiting for him. Uh, Sonya, they're in Finland, and she comments about how Shield spent billions of dollars on the technology, which is actually called a widow's veil because Black Widow used it first mm-hmm. as a veil and that's why we call it that and she's <laughs> and then she ribs him that they still couldn't get it to, to disguise more than use her face and fury says there's a newer version that can do the whole body it's just not the one he has on him you don't throw that line of dialogue out there theoretically maybe this show does and they never touch it but in any other show any other thing you'd be like 
Well, that's out there. That means somebody's going to have a full Maria body is situation. The, is the only one who's like, that wasn't Maria Hill who was shot. It was somebody else because they had this whole body thing on. It was Phil Coulson. Well, that, you know they're not going to. Here's the other thing. Because of comics and because of S.H.I.E.L.D. and because of Skrulls and because of all these things. You go through all this thing about who could be who. There's no way, no way you can introduce life model decoys at this point because it's like, well, then nobody, because once that was put in the comics, like, well, then anybody. Well, they already introduced, anybody's. remember, they already introduced it because Tony Stark said it. LMD. Maybe I get a, yeah, maybe I get my LMD or life model decoy out. No, but that was done as a joke line. Yeah. It has no, con- has no yeah. consequence. I'm okay if they never bring that in, though. That's fine. They got the masks. <laughs> so Gaia gets dropped off back in London, tells her to be careful. And we'll find out what she needs to be careful with. So what her storyline is. Basically, she's saying, hey, go off and finally have relevance to this story. I think she's going to get her dragons, Jerry. (laughs) Also, we don't know if she actually has more power. We've only seen her use one power. Yeah. We've seen him use two. Let's assume she's got all of them. Otherwise, you'd have to go back and get get more and more. You know what's going to happen? This is, I mean, you can already see, like, what's this big battle at the end? Oh, it's going to be Gravik versus Gaia and, and Nick Fury. Just the three of them in, a, in some sort of warehouse somewhere, so they don't have to have big sets or anything like that. It's going to be really small. So as... I want to be wrong. I want to be wrong, and I want my ending to be right. Where they see the pod room and they like all these people, and then there's like, oh, this person, and it's that's going to resonate a little bit. What is it? It's, it's Spider Man. It's it's Marvel going, ha ha, screw you, Sony. Spider, he's been a pod, per, he's been a scroll the whole time. So as we know, what you do, Bucky. That'd be a big one. Well, we'll talk. Let's get to the end. We'll speculate okay. who the ending is. If there is, I'm making this. Like, I'm, this well, is we know he talked head. to somebody. So somebody's oh. coming. I'm saying that's happening, though. And we know that's coming. So uh, we get back to Fury and Sonya. They're driving towards the Russian border because they're in Finland and that's next to Russia. So we got, you know, going to the graveyard. And they had the conversation about Rhodey. She did not know that he was a Skrull. She was taken aback by that. So it was nice that Nick was able to say, like, I know a little bit more. And she's asking why Gravik wants to blow up his own people. And he explains that it's to start World War III. She asks about the harvest and he reveals that it's the Avengers Endgame. And again, we get a call out specifically for Carol Danvers there. Why are you calling her out specifically? That's a why. Why would you not call out Thor? Why would you not call out Hulk? Why call out Carol Danvers? That's a question we don't know the answer to. But he does that either because it's the next movie or she's showing up in this show or what. Again, she's already showed up. In Ms. Marvel. I think it was a sequence that was filmed for the movie, but she has been on the television show already. I don't think she's going to... I get what you're saying. I don't think she's showing up on this show. Only because if they do that, like, then you get the... Didn't she just appear into the girl's room? Oh, that's a preview for the next movie. Like, I don't think they would do that. That but would you're... work against it, but... Uh, uh, we'll, yeah. we'll get there. I don't like her being in it. So, Gravik was the person who was leading the team... That went and collected all of that. Yes, that was a, bi- a big review. The fact that he was a part of the Nick Fury's, like, I had some undercover agents and it turned out to be Gravik, and that's why Gravik knows about the harvest. Yes. They get to the graveyard finally. Yeah. Uh, we get to see, we things. get a great comment here the fact that he's got, there's the grave of Colonel Nicholas J. Fury. And I love, I love the fact that, like, don't you, isn't that different? Which is what we want as writers. We want them to acknowledge that there's a whole other movie where we've seen a totally different one. And he goes, Oh, I've got, you know, several of these all around the world. You've got fake graves mm-hmm. on the roll, which I love that because otherwise you're going, wait a minute, that doesn't look like this, not in the same spot. So I love the fact yeah, that they can. And it's not just that. graves, though. They're storage facilities to keep his yeah. trench coats. 
Sony asks him again, why didn't he call the Furies? Uh, call the Furies. <laughs> call the Avengers. Fury says this is personal, and that they can't yeah. keep mm-hmm. depending on superheroes to save the day. Mm-hmm. If they keep depending on them, then the world won't blow up accidentally. Uh, he truly believes that none of them can defend the world the way he can, which he's arrogant, which is fine. If you establish that he's arrogant, then that's fine, and that's what he's doing. He says the only power he has is planted between my ears by a single mother and wrapped around his finger by a woman who's far greater than he could ever hope to be. Sony asks him why he chose to leave the harvest in Finland, and Fury says that he and Priscilla honeymoon there, revealing to her that his wife was a scroll. And Sonya knows, what? You know, and so she finds out that she's into scrolls, and she's thinking about, like, maybe dying she's in fury so maybe she'll do something i don't know fury then retrieves the harvest i don't know why he has the harvest at this point he could just go it's over with but he still has it and basically sonya asks him if he's going to hand it over to gravik and gives a cryptic response as always and steps into a small building close to the grave inside he activates some secret boxes retrieves one of his iconic leather suits an eye patch and a gun and then he puts his hat back on it's not a new hat i think it's the same hat I don't know why he has trench coats every trench coats everywhere. Because he's Nick J. Fury. I don't know, but it's it's pretty cool. I like it. And he again, I don't know what's what's what does he say specifically at the end? Do you remember? I mean, it was just you know, mm. whatever. So what did you think of this? <laughs> did we ruin the show by just making this episode longer than the show itself? No. <laughs> okay, so what he says at the end, he goes, "It's time. Let's finish this." <laughs> Very specific. I'm very happy we, we we discovered what he said there at the end. <laughs> okay, so this is our final then on this episode. Is, is Let's talk about, our final thing is, who could he be talking to? Number one, my first thought was, oh, it's Maria Hill because she's not dead. That's what I hoped. Number two, I went, oh, it could be Carol Danvers. And that was until you just smashed it with the Miss Marvel mm-hmm. idea that they wouldn't show her back to back like that. But I still think they could. But I think it would work against it now, again, that we as the general audience last saw her in this girl's closet. So unless she shows up and mentions, she goes, yeah, I was just in a girl's closet. Now I'm here. That could be the case. But I think it's somebody big. I think it's Maria Hill. I think it's somebody we know. You don't put that out there without it be going like, oh, my God, he's talking to somebody. No, for sure. I mean, I would like, I, like, is it Talos? But Talos would be hard to do because he was half scroll, half human when he died. And I don't think like that could be a, a different person. I think you it's know? Maria Hill because also I don't I don't think it's a superhero because he just 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 previously made the point that he thinks he doesn't want them to defend the planet. So why would he be calling a superhero? He wouldn't. Well, you there's other people who aren't like uh superhero. Captain America. Superhero. Falcon. These are all superheroes. How is he a superhero? It's all about between you're, his brain. You're, you're defining you know? you're defining sure. your Joel's defi- definition of a superhero is magic powers and strength and uh, abilities. What is Nick Fury's definition? I think superheroes. I think he looks at somebody like so. Falcon. No, I'm asking I with the definition. I, I think he, I think he, anybody who is a superhero who has a comic book named after them, Captain Marvel. I'm sorry, Captain America is a superhero in his words. That's what I think. I think he looks at the Falcon that way. I think that's how he looks. I think he looks at Ant Man, okay. who again, who's just a person, mm-hmm. but he has this technology. I think he looks at Iron Man as a superhero again, just that's a fair. person with something between his brains. So that's how I think he looks at everybody that way. That's why they're not doing it. They're not. He's not saying. I mean specifically superheroes. I just mean the Hulk. Thor, Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange. And, with superpowers. You know, yeah. Yeah, I mean... So I think it's Maria That's a good Hill. point. I mean, it could be some... Yeah. Is it Phil Coulson? No, that's the crazy part. You get Phil Coulson... But again, I also go back to that's who he's talking to, but I'm talking about like at the end of the series when they walk into the pod room and they see someone... And I know I brought this up a couple times, but that would be... It's Patton could, Oswald. It's Patton Oswald as uh, 
the the Is... Irish uh, not the 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 leprechaun no no oh Pat Oswald Pip, Pip the troll Pip, no. yeah, Pip the troll you're talking about Pat Oswald from, from uh, Agents of Shield yeah one of the brothers yeah no it's Pip the troll Eric Selgin or yeah it's, it's Pip the troll that's in there bad CGI character yeah all right anything else I got nothing else all right so we are gonna have an incredible ending episode that's gonna redeem everything that we ripped oh, apart find here out tomorrow it's gonna be fantastic. If we went too dark on this, I'm sorry, but that's just kind of where we we're a little frustrated that we didn't think we'd be here at this point we had with a, all of this stuff that we just We had about. high expectations, and on top of that, we're a couple days, we're about a week removed from seeing this episode, so we sat with it. And I can tell you right now, a lot of it disappeared in my brain because it was not as memorable. It's all back it now, though. It, it, it too much of is, it, in fact. It's not as memorable as it should be. This could be a very memorable show. This is very average at best. I would agree. I would agree. I def. I definitely put it on myself that I was like, "This is something I've been waiting for." And yeah, I, you did. I, and guess what? That that infected me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Terry says this is his greatest story. Joel, the only thing that'll be better, be better if they do Secret Wars. Joel, I'm not. I might gonna say this. I'm pretty sure this is gonna be better than Lost. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it's gonna be better than Lost. All right, guys. Next week or tomorrow, we'll be getting into the sixth <laughs> episode. And until then, and as always, I'm Jerry. I'm Joel. We'll talk to you next time.